Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Maxine Shapiro. Max is a dynamic facilitator, speaker, and coach who's acting an improv background at the Second City Improv Lab, merges with 25 years in the business world and the financial industry. She has been the host of two financial radio shows, was a weekly financial guest commentator for NPR's Marketplace, one of the most widely listened to business broadcasts in the country. Maxine, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Seth, it's my pleasure. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started in improv? Obviously, you trained at a legendary theatrical venue. Um, how did that start? Uh, I always found theater as a way, um, I'll just tell you, my childhood was really, but when I was acting and then improvising, it was an opportunity for me to be self-expressed. You know, uh, growing up, it was, and, and don't worry, all the trauma's been worked on. Um, you know, I, I had to be, I always felt I had to be somebody else. But when I was on stage and doing improv, it was me. It was me. And, um, and nothing is better than getting a good laugh. I mean, you're an entertainer. I mean, people think, oh, you're, you're all news. No one would listen to your show if you weren't entertaining, correct? Correct. Well, thank you. I hope it's edutainment. There's some education that goes along with that. And one of my favorite things, one of my musical theater professors told me in college, because improv was my favorite part of all of it. And or when somebody would screw up their line or forget their line, and I would make something up. 
And she told me, you're the greatest actor in the world at playing yourself. That's a compliment. Right. I said, oh my God, the light bulb went off. I wish I had known that first day of my freshman year, as opposed to finding it out like junior or senior year. I said, that's the key for me anyway, in performance is just to be, play myself. I love it. I love so it. So how did you go from theater to the floor of the CBOT? I actually started on the floor of the CBOT, um, Chicago Board of Trade, for those of you who, who don't know what that is, at that time was the largest trading floor in the world, a uh, magnificent place. And uh, I was a VISTA volunteer, for those of you who don't know, it was a domestic Peace Corps, you know, when I got out of college, I was gonna save the world. Um, and I still feel kind of circled back, I can. Um, and, uh, and a friend said, Maxine, you gotta come down to the floor, you need a job, become a runner. What the heck, runner, runner, you know, which is back then stereotypically not a job that not a not the most hospitable environment, let's say, for a working woman. No, no, as a matter of, yeah, yeah, um, not a whole lot of women down there, and I'll, I'll share with one story about that. But the um, and I fell in love with this game, and I go, Well, I've been screaming for women's rights and American Indian rights and children's rights. These people are screaming about money. You know, like, what is this game? You know, and I was mesmerized by the game. Now, because the board got out so early, my evenings were spent doing theater. Uh, and it was, it, it was just, uh, I loved it. I loved it. And, and I, I loved how you just, you know, really got into that memory of what it felt like to be yourself. And this is what I'm, I'm asking people to do when I talk about customer experience. Okay. And, and then you went from the floor of the CBOT to hosting two financial radio shows and being a commentator on NPR's Marketplace. How did you go from the floor of the Chicago Board of Trade to hosting financial radio shows? Uh, fluke. Um, when moved down to Dallas, seriously, moved down to Dallas, Texas. I worked for a company uh, when he found out that I had been in commodities. And, and for those who don't know, the Chicago Board of Trade is commodities and financial futures. Uh, and he said, you got to come work for me. And he said, Look, we got to do a radio show. And I went, all right, you'll do it. And I started looking for a station in Dallas, Texas, uh, KRLD, uh, probably the best AM station down there. And um, and they said, no, 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 we can't have just him. We need the two of you. Because I riff it, you know? It's like, what? I'm the, that's why I became a commentator. I, you know, can I tell you the market went up, the market went down? Can I, you know, tell you what the, uh, the story is and the backstory of, of an organization? Yeah, and why you should buy, why you should sell technically. But there was something about that I went, but wait a minute. You can't tell me that Enron is, you know, so I was right there doing that. And I sent a commentator, uh, a commentary off to Marketplace. And uh, they called me and they said, can you be funny on the spot? And I went, can you give me a minute? I don't know. You know? So I was on there once a week giving my comments on it. And then a daily commentary. I loved it. I loved it. Again, I got to be myself, but it was there that I saw that until organizations tapped into that dormant 
creative talent within their employees, they were not going to thrive. You know, they'll call and consult. And go, Do you know the gifts you're sitting on? And now, you know, this was a long, not a long time ago, but it was a while. Now people are seeing, you know, quote, the millennials, you know, they want to be part of the, you know, the voice and how we do things now. Yeah. Did, did any of us graduate college going, I can't wait to be micromanaged, you know? No. So that's what happened there is then I got into um, my training, which I so how does the collaborate improvisation process make for an audacious and legendary customer experience? Yes, thank you for using my words, audacious. I love that word, audacious. Um, well, first of all, you want someone who's agile. Improv, we all know you got to think quick on your feet. That's it. You've got to be right there. You got to be listening. You got to have your answers, whether they're right or wrong, in, in your pocket. And there is no wrong in improv. So, what would be the opposite of being agile and customer experience? Well, I don't know if we do that. Can I put you on hold and let's see how we can fix that? You do not want to hear that, okay? Either as a distressed client or customer or, you know, as somebody who just wants information, come on, you should know that. So what we want people to do in that industry is to start thinking on your feet. Give them the opportunity to do whatever it takes to make the customer happy on the spot. What else? How to yes and. Yes and, for those of you who don't know, is instead of yes, you never um, delete, I can't think of the word now, uh, argue, whatever, uh, block somebody else's offer, which is what we call that, um, which moves a scene along, and in this case, moves the relationship along. You don't say yes, but. We know that but is that. Yes, and I understand, client, why you would feel that way. I would too. I had this experience. Now, I will never tell you about a bad experience, give the name, but when it's good, I will. And it was Verizon. And I said, this is my fifth call to you guys, all right? And he said, I'm not getting off the phone with you until we figure this out. Now, isn't that not what you want to hear from everybody? Uh, mistakes. Mistakes are opportunities. In, in, in improv, there are no such thing as mistakes, all right? I love, I love what your teacher said, too. Um, and, and here, we know that our best referrals come from people where we have resolved something. So it's not like any company will ever not make a mistake, that things won't fall apart, that, that there won't be bad service. It's how do you recover from them? And that's what makes your clients the ones that start promoting you. Look at what happened. And you know what they did? They stopped everything. They gave me this. They gave me a refund. They set me up five more days. Whatever it is, it's all in the resolution. Can you give a couple of examples where the outcome surprised and delighted your clients? Yeah, I can. Um, thank you for asking. Uh, first of all, it was the Federal Reserve System. That was one where I, well, that's not customer experience. 
it was an idea that they had. All 12 banks um, were reporting on autonomously. I'll just keep it as that. So you can imagine the confusion of all 12 banks doing this. Uh, the uh, CIO said, we're, we want to all get on the same um, platform and how we're going to report this. And they got pushback. They got the people that, you know, none of us change. That's the other thing. People go, oh, I hate change. Try to stop change. Try to just stop it, okay? You can't. And so they were getting pushed back, supposedly. And I came in and I had to show them that collaboration, collaborate, collaboration and communication can be such a positive thing. It isn't that we're going to make you minimal. It's that people are going to build on your ideas. So when I go in, it's throw all the ideas on the table, then edit them out. So if you can imagine 250 of the top executives improvising in this room, I'm telling you, it brought me to tears almost. I went, this is, I can't believe this is happening. And they literally, that weekend, because I let it into, I, I was opening and no other speaker came and they just got it done in no time. That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Your, your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Oh, the surprise that, that I always have. When I, I did it, a lot of people from IT, they go, now they're not going to want to interact. And I went, watch. And I'll never forget this one IT group. And he goes, I said, so how did it feel to tell your story? I did a story of your name. And he goes, I didn't know I could talk. Wow. We put people into these, into these bubbles. We label them something. Well, IT just likes to sit at their computer. They love to be part of the decision-making. They want the same thing that all of us want. We want to be heard. That's all. And it doesn't take much for an employer to, to, to make an employee feel vested. And right now, what are we talking about? The great resignation. Okay, people are wondering, why is everybody resigning? Well, you know, this isn't 08, Mr. C or Miss CEO, where you can keep your head in the sand and you should be pleased you got a job. Now people are realizing, you know, we, we've talked about this, Seth, you and I, outside of this, where, well, in the pandemic, there was no hat to put on and off. We were at home. We were trying to keep the kids out of the out of the vision of the Zoom. Couldn't happen. We became one. And the employer, the employee, the mom, the dad, you know, the, the, the great grandmother, the, the caretaker, whoever it was, was in our house. We now realize we have to think, I like this. I want to start doing this more in my work. How can I feel more um, appreciated? How can I appreciate more what I do instead of, oh, I hate my job, don't ask me. No one wants to hate their job anymore. That's Amen to that. Well, 
where can our viewers and our listeners go to learn more about your collaborate process and your speaking and all of the ways you can help them improve their customer and employee experiences? Uh, I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm so excited here. Um, MaxineShapiro.com. It's that easy. And um, I just told Seth right before he said we're recording that I'm going to be starting um, a podcast. And this is called Let's Talk About Sex. The wow. customer, no, the customer and employee experience. So it's spelled C-E-X. Aha, I love the play on words. Yes, you okay. did say you were going to surprise me with that. And that was certainly a surprise. All right. Okay. So it's, let's talk about sex, the customer and employee experience. For those of you who don't know, the acronym for customer experience is CX. The, ac the acronym for employee experience is EX. And we're going to be on it. We're going to be talking to all those wonderful, uh, legendary customer service people, customer experience people on how when they put their employee first, that's when the magic happened. Your number one guest, your number one client has to be your employee, period. Amen to that. I can't wait to listen to the show. We'll certainly make sure we tell everyone about it. This has been Seth Green with Maxine Shapiro of MaxineShapiro.com. Make sure to find the podcast when it comes out. We'll make sure we get you a link. Thanks, Maxine, so much for joining us. Ah, uh, Seth, that was my pleasure. You're great. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text pitch to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.